0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Kings of Scream podcast. I'm Daniel. I'm Tyler. And guys, we got another... We're we're going down this path. I feel like we are definitely going down this path right now of Halloween. We just came off the actual holiday just recently. Tyler, how was your uh, Halloween? Uh, The Halloween was good. Did you guys get a lot of visitors out this way? Five. Yeah, five? Yeah. I live in the same kind of area where it's just like nobody comes trick-or-treating. You know what I did, though? What I normally do is... Is I always go ridiculously, or well, before Adrian came along, I always went ridiculously overboard. So I'd always buy like a little box of like full size candy bar. Like I said, not much, like I said, 10, maybe. And then I'd get a case of soda. And then i literally, the few I'd get that night would come and they'd be like, boom, guess what? Full size can. There you go. <laughs> and then I literally, though, I would probably only have three to four visitors. Period. That was it. But I am like, hey, I took care of those three or four visitors. So still, those three or four visitors were uh, well taken care of, and they remembered next year, come back to this house. So. I still have two buckets
1: of candy. So I have one on <laughs> each side, uh, side of the house. I got one at the kitchen and then one
0: it's at the brilliant. door. So,
1: um, I, I did get to see Chucky and his bride. Though. Oh, there yeah. it is. The
0: The entire family showed yeah, up, that, I hear. So, yeah, yeah, we were – Uh, I was Chucky. My girlfriend was Tiffany, and then our son was Glenn. So, uh, yeah, we came by and uh, – Partook in the uh, festivities. We kept, you know, your, your wife like handing him the, the bucket. And he's like, you know, pick us an extra candy, you know, grab what you want. He kept picking up like non candy. Yeah. And I'm just like, buddy, candy, candy. And he's just like, yeah, foam. And he's like, oh, glow sticks. I'm just like, and I want to be like the guy that just like shoved him out of the way, but like, no, you do this. They yeah. <laughs> so start grabbing the candy, but. Let me show you how it's done. Huh? <laughs> exactly. we am going to teach here. Tyler, what are we talking about today? What is our movie that we're going to be discussing today? Uh, we're going to go back to
1: 1981, to a movie that wasn't even supposed to happen. Mm. Halloween 2. Halloween 2. And for some reason, every time they release a movie, it's like
0: we're not going to do another run, one. Not doing this one, but now we're doing it. Now we're doing it. Um, so let's kind of give you the brief little plot, and then we'll get into this movie right here. Uh, basically, Laurie Strode is in the hospital. Yep. Michael Myers is chasing her. And Dr. Sam Loomis is chasing him. And so this is what we got going on.
1: And the cops are chasing Loomis. And
0: it's Ch- cops are chasing Loomis, exactly. <laughs> so um, so before we actually get into this actual movie, let me just ask you, like we always do in every one of these episodes, uh, what was the first time you actually watched Halloween 1, or sorry, Halloween 2, and what was your initial reaction to this movie? Like, give me the little background here.
1: Well, you know, being in the 90s is the first time that I'd seen it, mm-hmm. and... I always thought, man, this one's just as scary as the first one. Just being as a little kid. Oh, yeah. No, no. Of course, now you think, well, I kind of feel like the first one was scarier, more intense than the second one, which, you know, we get into that. Oh, yeah. yeah, We'll definitely. um, We'll flesh it out. I like it. I mean, you know, it's it's Halloween. It's Halloween. And the tricks that they put into the movie Mm -hmm. and then John Carpenter adding Mm -hmm. gory scenes to the movie was... Not what they wanted, but <laughs> he did it anyways, which obviously, you know, he has the mind.
0: That, I mean, I think it worked out, too. Because yeah. I'll be honest with you, uh, and I, I didn't know this until I did my research for this show, I didn't realize he did reshoots. So I really yeah. thought, I didn't, I don't know what I thought, I guess I just didn't know anything of it. I thought this was all Rick Rosenthal and that was it. Yeah. But it's like, no, it was. and I him learned and, that. So the first time I learned anything about that was, that you know. Him and Rick <clears> butted
1: heads. Yeah.
0: For Because Rick
1: didn't want it to be, as gory, mm-hmm. but, you know,
0: he,
1: John Carpenter felt like we needed
0: this. Well, I mean, I think, because when Halloween came out, the slasher series, I mean, there were slashers here and there, but it, there wasn't a boom for it yet. Like, really, Halloween kind of set in motion, you know, for Friday 13th, and then all the copycats and all that stuff after that, and so by the time this comes out, it's like, yeah, we've already done this. Like, we are now are in the slasher golden era, and so, yeah, you gotta, excuse me. I downed some soda before I got on here. Very unprofessional. Uh, anyways, uh, but no, uh, but you know, it, the president's argument said, you know, 1981 slashes up, you know, the cycle's going through, and he felt that, you know what, just suspense alone is not going to carry this. you got to have a little extra. So we had, uh, well, they had some titties in the last one, but we had some titties in this one, and then some blood and, you know, gore as well. We had some hot titties. Hot. You know. Hot. Like, scolding. Bull- bull- scolding <laughs> <water> hot. hot. <laughs> yes. Um, for me, I don't know exactly when I watched this. Because, like I said, my whole Halloween series is kind of thrown off. It was in the 90s. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm sure I told you a story last time. I saw part six first, mm-hmm. thinking it was part one, and it was. And then I watched part one. So I had to watch part two around that time. But I want to say I may have seen. Uh, maybe I did see two first, and then the Jamie Lloyd trilogy after that. But, uh, like I said, really liked it, really dug it. I feel like, you know, when you look at all of them, even though it is a different director for the most part, it still has the same vibe. I feel like you know you can easily watch this after part one like if you deck like a double feature, oh, and it oh would, yeah. it, it it'd kind of go together right there. Um, for me personally, the you know the thing I take from this movie because there's a lot I don't like about oh, I won't say a lot. There's some I don't like about it. Overall, I think it works. But the thing that I love about this is the setting of the creepy hospital because as a kid watching this. Every time I'm in a hospital, for whatever reason, it could be day or night, and you just go down that, you know, you turn a corner, and it's just a dead hallway, like there's just no one there. You can't help but think about Halloween, too. Like, literally, I'm just thinking about, you know, security cameras with Michael Myers walking the halls, and to me, that's just one of the best settings, you know, ever. It's, well, it's scary, because the fact that you just, there's so many corners in a hospital. corners, doors, Doors, corridors, I mean,
1: you know, so... um, And a bunch of blind people that don't watch the cameras. (laughs)
0: Well, there's a movie on. You can't watch a camera yeah, of all the time, yeah, you know. Yeah, Night Living Dead's on. Yeah, you gotta watch it. It's so a classic within the classic. A classic, exactly. They Know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> so we'll go through the plot, and then we'll kind of go back to you know other stuff about this. But basically, in this one, uh, you know, we get an awesome opening shot. Which, you know, in the first one, we had the pumpkin, and then the camera kind of pushed in on it. Here, the pumpkin splits, and Mm -hmm. we get a nice little skull inside. I kind of forgot about that, actually. I don't know why I forgot about that. I was like, oh, yeah, shit, the skull is not that one. I don't know. Pretty cool visual. I dig that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we pick up right after, and it's funny only because... Lee Curtis has a very bad wig on, yeah. and she's aged noticeably. Like it is, like you know, again, it's not that much longer. What was it? Four years? Three years? Since the the, the first, the other one? So it's like it's not like it's been a whole lot of time. But she' grown up since Halloween yeah. and Halloween too. So it is kind of like. Uh, but uh, anyway, but you know, she has you know this really distractingly bad wig. Uh, Loomis, uh, played by Don Pleasance, he kills it yet again. I mean, yeah. he, he really is the perfect guy for this role. I mean, yeah. it's just all there is to. It. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know
1: that's why I, I when I look back now mm-hmm. I hate that they killed him off yeah because they're like well you know then they, they we're not going to do a number 3 or 4 <laughs> you know 3 was obviously in it's own
0: different category yeah different timeline different thing all together you know
1: but you know I just the characters that they had in it were just they they clicked so well together.
0: yeah no absolutely um, you know and you know so the Pleasance is great in here again fueling the obsessed doctor trying to reach his patient but now he realizes that you know there is no reaching him and why so he was in part one he even said that that's why he's trying to put him away or whatever but here it's like he goes to almost a crazy level you know uh the scene in you know that exemplifies this the most is ben tramer trying to get away he's in michael myers outfit mm-hmm. and, dude limits goes right for the gun like instantly oh, yeah. not even <laughs> just like hey get over here he's just like nope we're gonna have to kill him it's like holy shit uh of course, Sheriff Brackett is only in this movie for a, a brief minute because it, you know we discover his his uh, daughter died, and so it kind of takes him out of the movie you know completely after that. But uh, we get oh, I the guy's name. Uh, it's another uh, Sher- Gary something. Uh, I don't remember. He's basically another deputy that kind of takes over the Sheriff Brackett role from Part One, where now it's him and Loomis kind of driving around trying to put all the clues together and everything. Uh, so we get uh, you know. We get a brief little murder scene in the beginning, but then Myers hears that they're taking the surviving victim, Laurie Strode, to the local hospital, and now he's going to walk the entire way there. And then from there, the movie takes place inside the hospital. So
1: how does he know where the hospital is? Because
0: when he is walking uh, during the trick or treating thing, the kid in the pirate outfit is uh, got a boombox, or he's a cowboy. I can't remember. He's something, but it's on there, and he oh, bumps okay. into him. Well, it's funny you say that though, because in this, in the initial when they did it, they're like. Shit! How does he know? He just goes out there. So they had to read or had to shoot that scene just kind of from scratch, just to be like, "Here's how Myers knows right there." Because initially, yeah, they didn't have that scene. And when Carpenter was in the uh, post production, you know, thing, he's just like, uh, he just shows up. He just <laughs> magically shows up. Goddamn! Is still driving the, this uh, a David Gordon Dorn- Gordon Green uh, version here. What the hell's going on? So, anyways, uh, any scenes that stick out to you in this that you really do, you know, once we get the movie going, you know, well. The, the the hot, the hot tub scene. scene. The hot tub scene. I mean, come yeah. on, we're, we're we're guys here. I know it's twenty twenty two. We're not supposed to enjoy boobies anymore, but god damn it, it's a it's a great scene. <laughs> it really is.
1: It was a, it was a great scene, and then you know, of course, the way that she you know was killed, holding her head under boiling hot water, which Brutal. if that was me, I probably would have just took a big old gasp. Just of water. Yeah, and, I just tried to end it quickly and, and, oh. because you know Michael, he's kind of like a. A kid. He, he likes sometimes to toy with them. Yeah. It's like, eh, I'm going to want you to drown a little bit and burn at the same time.
0: So Apparently not burning his hand, though. My God. You would have thought he'd be like, oh shit, that's really hard. <laughs> Use his elbow, I'll push her down in there. Like, yeah. uh, a lot of good kill scenes, though. Uh, I mean, good. Yeah, I, no. I,
1: I, like, I like the, um, you know, when he picks up the nurse mm-hmm. with the scalpel. And just you know, surprise finger to butt. I will say, gives us
0: one of the best Halloween memes of all time. <laughs> surprise finger. Whoops. Uh, security guard in the basement. Fall uh, hammer yeah. right in the head. Fucking yes. love that scene right there. And then
1: they, and then he, what? He hooks him up and puts him up on the side of the wall. Though, yeah, she walks in and finds him.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, we get the scalpel in the eye with the. Uh, The drunk doctor, like the main doctor comes in, he's like, I need coffee, you know. That guy, when we turn him around the chair, scalpel in his eye. You get a lot of off-screen kills, I noticed, doing in this one. Like, uh, the nurse, she's bled out and, you know, everything else. So, same kind of thing. It's just like, you know, but he's getting creative with his murders, you know. And, like you said, he's kind of, you know, he's doing a lot of toying, but he does a lot of experimentation here. Uh, Going back to the hot tub scene, because it's a great scene. Uh, You know, when he kills the dude in the background, which is really cool. He comes up to this girl, and much like he did with PJ Souls in the last movie, you know, he lets her think that she, she, he's, you know. Bud, the uh, paramedic, so he puts his hand on her, you know, right there, and yeah. she's kissing. And it's just like, holy shit, like, hey, there's no way that tasted good at all. Like, goddamn, that's... She didn't she mur- sense not Murder that. hand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta make his hands are calloused over or whatever, <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, uh, although it is funny because this is supposed to take place the same night as Halloween, yeah. so I mean, I guess, you know, it's not like he had years and years of murder, or, you know, his bell. It's just been one massive emergency like
1: stopped at the local gas station wash didn't
0: hands. wash up did this do not take a shower at all so anyway but so you know you see him kind of playing these mind games a little bit more now um, and then of course we get our awesome well I forgot you know we gotta mention uh nurse chambers Marilyn chambers comes back and this is the scene that made me kind of laugh out because when she shows up Donald Puzzle is like oh I barely recognized you and I'm like dude, that was last night that yeah. Myers escaped. Like, you saw her last night. You barely <laughs> recognize her? I know the audience has been away for three or four years, and we maybe, you know, oh, yeah, it is her. But, like, no, you know her. Yeah. Like, what the hell? That shows you how blinded he is with fucking Michael Myers. It's just like, yeah, this is the girl Robey. I don't remember her. Right? It's been too long. So, uh, but, you know, she comes back, and then that's when we get the backstory that everybody kind of goes. I know I it seems like no one was debating this initially. It seems like people were just debating it now that the new Halloweens came out and just... Disconnected this part from it, but this is where we discover that Jamie Lee Curtis is in fact, or Laurie Strode is in fact, Michael Myers' uh, sister. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you prefer the sister brother storyline? Do you think you can do it without it? Like, what's your personal opinion on that? Personal opinion is, if they went a
1: different way, I don't think it would have went as good as it did. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, I, I don't think so. And you know,
1: there's a lot of people on the internet that say, well, they shouldn't have been brother and sister. Yeah. Okay, then what's the connection?
0: Exactly. because You the, have to think of a brand new connection for, yeah. what, 40 years? Yeah. You know? Well, that, that's why the new trilogy sucks, because they're yeah. not brother and sister, and it makes less sense now. It's yeah. like, well, then why is he so obsessed, and why does it keep coming back to her, and why is she so... It's just like, no, if they're related, there's a connection, mm-hmm. and you can have the, you know...
1: And the thing is, is though, you don't find out... She doesn't find yeah, out no.
0: until the second, you know, the yeah. second
1: movie, which... I think was a great idea to mm. keep that out of sight. Oh, no, I agree. Through, you know, in absolutely.
0: Well, I kind of feel like that's the way a sequel should be. You should be introducing new lore, new aspects, new you know whatever to it, and because that's what you do. You 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 get your foundation with the first one. Now you're building up with it. And I think, I, I mean, I will stand by. it. I think the brother sister connection is better for the franchise, and I think the movies themselves prove this. Um, and the fact that they hid it from Lori. Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause, and again, you would I again, mean, you know, again, I think that's one thing they really kind of you know did well because that's something you see in each of them is like you know whenever there is a connection there that you know it was kept secret because you know you didn't want to tarnish. A, you didn't want her to feel yeah. odd or whatever. But B, it's like this was a serial killer that's still in a in an institution somewhere. So it's like yeah, you want to keep it you know as quiet as possible to protect her in the long run. So you know, she she was.
1: In the storyline, mm. she's she's two years younger. Yeah, two years older. No, younger. No, younger. younger yeah, two years younger than she's he. She's the baby
0: girl. Cause, yeah, because uh, yeah, Judy would have been uh, the oldest sister who gets murdered. in the beginning of part one, then Michael, and now Lori. Would so be where's
1: the owner. damn family pictures at?
0: Exactly. Where is all the uh, they they, <laughs> they dress it out really quickly? Well, they had dark secret. They're like, ah, we're not going to show her you this put thing. Right in the basement? Like, um, so. We get that. We get a nice little connection with uh, Samhain, which I think they call it. I think it's actually pronounced like Sawin or something like that. But we're Americans. We pronounce it how it's spelled out. So for years, everybody called it Samhain. And then the yeah. Irish were like, no, it's Samhain. It's like, no, Samhain. No, Sam I Hame. prefer Samhain. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that we, get, cool. we get. Yeah, it sounds cooler. <laughs> and it just it's fucking more metal. Come on. Uh, but no, it's uh, we get that whole connection there. And now we'll come back, the, the whole Celtic stuff, uh, Irish, you know, Lord, that comes back really hard with in part six, the uh, curse of Michael Myers. We get the symbol, of the thorn, and all that stuff right there. So uh, that's you know, I, I really dig the idea that they're going back to this mythology kind of you know thing or whatever. Yeah. At so okay,
1: oh, like I was I was reading the uh, the nudity and stuff, mm-hmm. the violence, and how certain countries banned. Yeah, yeah, movie. it was banned in certain countries and uh, wouldn't show till you know Iceland, much later.
0: Germany, and you know no. Which More is away. so crazy because, like, some of the craziest fetish porn comes from Germany. And it's just like, and they're like, no, 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 no titties in this. Like, we can't do that. Now, I wonder, though, do you think, because I, I, I'm sure you got it from Wikipedia like I did, do you think it was banned because of the titties or the fact that there's violence with the titties? I think it was the violence. Because Rob Zombie said the same thing that when he did Devil's Rejects and they had that very uncomfortable scene inside the motel room, it was kind of the same thing where the, they were cracking down, less that there was nudity, but the fact that it was. Pre rape, yeah, brute, you know, and I'm like, I get that because I mean, I guess if it's a shower scene that has nothing to do with anything, it's like, yeah, put more of that in there. and Then, as soon as you throw a hint of danger, they're like, okay, okay, this is too far, <laughs> take it away right now. So,
1: well, they weren't thinking of that in 1981. No, 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 it, it wasn't. I mean, you gotta think of everything that was coming out during that time. Oh, it was, and, it was, a, it was
0: a great haven of violence and sex together, and. The fact that you had straight to video was becoming a thing, and so we didn't have to even talk to the uh, ratings board. It's just like, nah, no, no, don't worry about them. Fuck it. It's non-rated. Go right there. So, I mean, no, it was, a, it was a perfect time for Sex and Violence to be married together in this. And
1: uh, the thing was, is like that, like, they gave it a lower rating. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave it like a 6.5 out of, I think, 10, which I, I think is just a, a little low. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I think all the Michael Myers, except for the damn number three, and the new ones,
0: um, you know, they should easily be a seven and a half higher. I um, I, feel I like, don't know. I, I feel like it's one of those because, I mean, that's the thing. I noticed that whenever I was checking this out, um, I was kind of surprised that the critics weren't as big on this when it came out. They all were just like, uh, we've already seen these slasher movies out now. I mean, at that time, you got to remember, there were a lot of slasher movies out, so it's like, I get it. got kind, of, kind of lost in the shuffle. And a lot of people were just like, well, it's not like the... uh you know the original, and it didn't have the suspense or whatever the case is. However, I did notice that it seemed like it was with time that this thing started getting its due. It was, you know, after years have passed, people went back and watched and said, you know what, this actually is a good movie. Mm. Uh, I don't have the, uh, I do right now, actually, the Rotten Tomatoes score on this thing was 30%, mm. which is pretty crazy. That's wicked low, that's dog shit. And it's like, yeah, it didn't deserve 30%, come on. Mm. I think if you were to re critics today, and not not fans. I'm talking about, like, you know, legit professional critics. It'd have to be high. I can't imagine this would still get a 30% I, or anything. I think, they,
1: I think they could easily double it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, 30%. Yeah, that's is insane, low. I said, I'm
0: not saying this should be certified fresh, but it definitely doesn't deserve a rotten, you know, it should be in that regular fresh category. I'd say somewhere between 60 and 80%, you know. I think that's what the fresh, you know, rating is. Uh, it doesn't. You're right, you know, 6.5 on uh, IMDb right there. Uh, and it grossed, uh, I believe. It grossed. It- uh, gross $25.5 million. So yeah, successful as hell. And that's the thing, I think fans liked it. I don't think, I think it was mostly critics that kind of shit on this more than the fans did. But, I uh, mean, they made $23 million. Dude, they, they, they dominated right there. $23
1: million there. in 1981. Oh, I was like
0: 1981 money, that's even better, you know, so. Um, um, lifestyle of the Rich and the Famous right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> we get to the, the the big finale, which, you know, again, after, I will say this, one thing I truly hated was Jimmy's, uh, Fate in this in the in the theatrical version, where you know he runs in, you see you know because he's on top of things looking on you know, dead bodies, sees uh I forget the nurse's name but the head nurse the one's constantly kicking him out of uh, Lori's room, and there she is dripping blood, and then when he turns and he just like he's in like the blood, it's like dude, why are you standing in this shit, but he turns to run and he slips and he goes down, <laughs> and then the last time we see him. He's in dead. this version, mind you, yeah. is he comes out stumbling out to the car because Laurie is hiding in the car, which I'm not, you know, it, it is what it is, but then he's like, I'm going to get us out of here. And then he just passes out in the car, honks the horn, gets everybody's attention, and then we never see him again. Yeah. Like, literally, Laurie gets out, gets you know, gets to the hospital For that point, Loomis, uh, Oh, I forget the girl's name already, but... Oh, Chambers, Ms. Chambers. Ms. Chambers. And yeah. then uh, the other the, the, the other cop that was just with him They escorting him out, the marshal. I forgot, he a cop, he's a marshal. Uh, they're already in there. And so, we never see Jimmy again. And it's just like, what the fuck happened to him? Or, uh, I, I, yeah, it, it's just like, I don't know. Do, they, don't do know. you think they make them choices just because
1: they don't want to have to build another inferior you know, storyline I think
0: honestly I think in this case it's probably forgotten because I'll get to that in a second there's actually we do get closure on the TV version mm-hmm. instead of you know the oh, theatrical yeah. cut or whatever uh, so anyway, we get the big showdown uh, of course the Marshall's there just to add body count got killed kill another guy uh, but uh, Nurse Chambers gets out and then uh, we get this awesome showdown in the room and it honestly is like one of my favorite scenes in this movie aside from just the random hallway stalking uh, where uh, she shoots I say it out loud. It sounds so stupid. She shoots him in the head twice, taking out both eyes, but doesn't kill him. Just you know, ugh, bleeding, bloody you know tears down my mask. But as he's in the room trying to slash at her, uh, and at this point he's already uh, cut up. Uh, Loomis pretty bad. He already got him right in the gut. Yeah. So Loomis is kind of on the wall. But then he turns on these gas tanks and releases the you know gas out. And so now he's blindly just swiping at nothing. And then when he's getting close to Luminous, Lori reciprocates. So time good of a character she, because she could have easily just said, like, bye and got the hell out of there, but she doesn't. She turns it on, gets the attention back. And so again, you gotta think like Myers is so smart in so many instances, but he at this point, he just kind of like, fuck it! I don't even want to know. <laughs> it's like you're hearing gas. That's not them. That's yeah. not them. But he's just like. Don't give a shit. Just going to keep cutting around. What is the
1: uh, old gang kids used to play? You know, you had to the blindfold and yeah, uh, where you'd stand in it? one corner and the other corner and you had to find It It's somebody. basically like, you know, kind of like a
0: Marco Polo kind yeah. of thing, but you know, you were, you know, had to close your eyes or you know, you case, you know, blindfolded or whatever, but you still had to kind of look for them and they could, you know, they had to kind of move around and you had to go by sound like that. Uh, so, you know, we got, you know, this thing going on. Finally, she gets out and then Loomis, in the ultimate role of sacrifice, is like, you know, I'm taking you to hell with me, lights the match, explosion. And, uh, of course, Myers is so badass that he walks out of the fireball, but he eventually collapses and crumbles. And then at the end, you know, she rides off uh, into the hearse, we play uh, Mr. Sandman, and we get the hell out of here. Yeah. Um, so, in the initial version of this, Loomis dies. Like, that's that's it. He will never come back again. And neither was Meyer supposed to come back. Because, it was going. you know, they knew ahead of time they're going to season the witch next. And it's going to be a totally different whatever. Um, so, I got, you know, a little handful of things here. Uh, you know, like I said, they were supposed to kill him out. And this one right here, now is going to be the end of it. And they're going to start this anthology. Uh, it's just weird to me that's like, it's so ass backwards. Like, why would you do two in a row like that. I know the real I know the real reasons the producer's like we want this movie, so do it, you know. So I get that, but it's just like, well then did, did you really think part three was gonna work without Michael Myers? Like do you think everybody's gonna be like, yeah, we're on board, let's do it. It was an absolute uh,
1: bombshell of a movie. Like it was so bad that they were like, Okay, okay, return to Michael uh, Myers, we're doing number four.
0: Number four. Now have you seen three? Yeah. No, what's seen. your thought on that? Like you now take take everything out of it though. Like let's just say in a perfect world, there was no Michael Myers or Halloween connection. It was just called Season of the Witch. You know, do you think it's a good movie with you know not a part of the Halloween franchise, or do you just think it's a bad movie all I th- around?
1: I think it deserves the thirty
0: percent Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, personally, I, I do like Season of the Witch, but it is like,
1: well, you you, build, you build a foundation not, yeah. off of off
0: of three characters, yeah. and then you make a movie. Well, you know, the bad thing is. They didn't just call it Halloween Season of the Witch, which would kind of have worked. Halloween, mm-hmm. or even like the Halloween Saga or Halloween Tale, or whatever. You can still have Halloween in your title and then go Season of the Witch. They went Halloween 3, yep. which says this follows the events of the first two movies, and it doesn't. And, in fact, the only nod they have is there's a little scene where the guy's in the bar and they have the trailer for Halloween playing there. And it's like, so you're telling me that not only is this part 3... But then he takes place on the same timeline. Like in this world, the Halloween movies are fictional. Like they're just movies. Like it's so ah, it's so dumb how they did that. It's just like I don't know. I am so against the. It shouldn't even been a part of the franchise. I'm just saying, if you want to make it, you know, in this world, you should have called it Halloween Three. You should have just called it Halloween: Season of the Witch, or drop Halloween altogether. Just call it Season of the Witch, and then later on in interviews, be like, well, technically, this isn't the same world that yeah. we're building here. Because then, if you want to do crossovers later down the road or whatever, you could. But it's like. You guys fucked up on that. That wasn't that wasn't the fans. I blame I blame them all. I blame the producer. I blame Carpenter. I blame Tommy Lee Wallace. Like everybody who had a hand in this. You guys should have let the three out. Just put Halloween or whatever the case Well, they, is.
1: they they should have never have thought that it was going to work mm. because you don't even have the main characters of of what it's supposed to be. Yeah, and I, it should not have been involved. No, no. I mean, it, you know, like a spinoff, sure. You yeah. know, but but not. Number three, you know, that's like saying Die Hard 3. Yeah.
0: No Bruce Willis. No Bruce Willis. No, no yeah. mention of him. This no is a totally different thing.
1: Never happened. They're watching, you know, a TV. Liam Neeson
0: shows up. This like, I'm here to arrest my daughter. It's like, this ain't Die Hard. It's yeah. like, no, 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 it is. It's part three. Don't worry about it. It's die Hard 3. We're good. Yeah. We're keep rolling with it.
1: But I think that they, they understood what mistake they made.
0: Oh, I mean, instantly understood. Because not only did they call it part four. They literally called it the return of, like, they yeah. wanted you to know the title. So you never you never even seen a trailer. You're just at the theater going like, oh shit, look at this one. It's the return of Michael Myers. Like, it says so right here on the poster. One ticket, please. You know, so I said they knew instantly what the fuck was going on there. I just I just don't know why.
1: I don't know what the mindset of, of you know, like John Carpenter was thinking. of.
0: Let's... He admits that he was really drunk during a lot of this time. <laughs> and he was just like, even during writing this one, because he's he, what he blamed the whole sibling thing on. He's just like... I was just drunk at my typewriter trying to figure out, you know, because he didn't want to do it. He really wanted to do something totally different. So um, so another little tidbit here I thought it was kind of interesting. I didn't see him, but I saw the picture later on. So after the murders and they get the reporters out there and they're like, this is the Myers house and, you know, responsible for all these dead people. Uh, Dana Carvey apparently is an extra in this movie wearing a blue ball cap. For those who don't know who Dana Carvey is, comedian, SNL, he did a, Garth on the Wayne's World movies had his own movie that, depending on who you talk to, was great or horrible. Known as the Master Disguise, but either way, Dan Carvey was in a Halloween movie, and apparently, according to him, I don't know how true it is. You know, this is what he said that he was tr- trying to get more lines. This is before he's even famous, so it's yeah. like he's not even Danny Carvey right now. He's just some no-name <laughs> actor, but he's like trying to push and get more lines in the movie, and apparently, he got them, but then they cut them. So it was just like, yeah. well. Didn't. I mean,
1: you, you have to take your shot. got to. I mean, it just, yeah, you can't fault the guy. I with, would have
0: done the exact same thing. Like.
1: Which, you know, Halloween number two, mm-hmm. okay, um, you know, they change who was Myers. Yeah. Now, the guy was, what, like 5'9", so they had to give him a little, height, a little help, height, yeah. uh, height help. You know, he actually walks into the director's office with the mask on, does the head
0: tilt, yeah. and they're like, you, you, you start tomorrow. You know, yeah, and they're Dick Warlock. You're the new, uh, you're the new Michael Myers. It's funny too because it's like I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't because I know certain people who play like voiceless killers in these movies always claim like the, you know like well oh, I had a method of acting here. And Dick Warlock is sort of like no, I had the head tilt and I just used the mannerisms of walking because that was it. He goes there wasn't any other psychology or anything like that thrown into it. And I'm like at least he admits it. Like I'm, I don't know a lot of times just like the guy would be like. Yeah, I was thinking like, well, what Myers doing this? He's just like, dude, you're just walking and killing. Him. Like, That's your whole thing. You're supposed to be just a great white shark yep. in boots with a he, knife. You know? He
1: didn't. He didn't take credit for making the Myers character no, no, no
0: better. No. He just took what happened in the first Force. movie. And you know, really, Rick Rosenthal kind of had that same attitude. He even says like, you know, I wasn't trying to ir- inject my style into this that much. He goes because I knew it was already established, and I think that's a good thing. You know, he knew what was already there, so he wanted to look. To be very similar. He wanted yep. the feel to be very similar, and so it's like I gotta respect that. Because again, when you don't do that, you get what we had this last trilogy of just like fucking whatever uh, random. You know, I cannot bullshit. remember who
1: had the original mask, but they had it in the basement mm-hmm. of their house.
0: Yeah, they said it, it, it. People were like sitting on it, or it was like yeah. stuff or something. So it's like it's the same mask. It just looks different because it's been so warped or whatever, yeah. so it's just like. Which again, I always felt like it, it kind of plays okay, only because he's been through a lot of shit in the last movie and this one. So it's like, well, we'll, we'll buy it. It's when they alter the mask later down the road where you're just like, because like in part, I think it's Resurrection when he fights Buster Rhymes in a karate match that really happened, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that mask had eyebrows, and it's like, why?
1: Stupid. One mask ever.
0: makes it look like he's more like, you know angry and just like, no, blank, white, expressionless. That's the look, but everybody has their own version of what it should look like. I mean,
1: what's he going to do? The Rock's eyebrow? Oh, i would be great. That's
0: what <laughs> I, I want to see. I just want to see it <laughs> like that. And then when someone like, what the hell? He rips the mask off and it is The Rock. And he's just like, ah, oh, you Rudy Pooh. Can you <laughs> smell the blood that's <laughs> falling out? You know, it's like, yeah. I... So initially, this was supposed to be, uh, well, it was thrown around. It, I guess they didn't get too far into it because it doesn't cost much. But it was going to be uh, 3D. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of an interesting concept because uh, Jason goes 3D, and it was funny. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, I don't know if it would have worked for this or not. But uh, I, I'm glad they did. Uh, yeah, no, they probably shouldn't have done it. It would have been to be great to watch it in 3D maybe, but it's like... In after facts, like, just give it to me, dude. I don't need anything too wacky or whatever. I don't know. Like I said, you watch, like, Friday 13th, uh, Part 3, and it is just, like, a lot of, like, here, here's this right there. And it's just, like, <laughs> quit jamming shit into the camera. <laughs> like, no one acts that way. So, um... Did you know, the, so, the car scene where
1: they thought Michael...
0: Yeah, Ben Tremor gets
1: pinned into yeah. the, yeah.
0: They did that in one shoot. Now, did they... Actually, Penny mental or do they do it like reverse, or do you know? I because when I'm watching, it, I kept thinking like, man, like that's a pretty good stunt. Like I know they sped it up a little; you can tell they sped the film up a little bit. It was like, damn, like he gets pinned into that thing, pretty, pretty good. It's like, I mean, I know it's all stunt work and everything, but it's yeah. just like shit. So like, I like get my head I was like, you know, you told me to do that scene, I just do it backwards. I'd have even you know, already pinned and then reverse the card, it, and then yeah. you know, play it backwards or whatever. So, but the fact that
1: <laughs> the funniest thing about the that part of that scene was. They all look at the guy that's on fire, and it's just a drunk kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they leave him. They <laughs> just leave him. We're like, oh god, you know, Myers is still out there. So they all pile into a car and
0: drive off. It's they're just, like, ah, eh, someone will get this. Hey, do you guys even paramedics, the guy? uh, <laughs> fire department? Don't be here. Don't worry about that. You know, we're gonna we we'll got other shit to do. Dead teenager. Yeah, it's okay. our bad. <laughs> yeah, we, we made I him. will say that scene with Loomis is really good though, because like I said, he. Uh, you can see it on his face, like, he's not sure that's him. Like, he's almost positive it's probably not. Yeah. But he knows he just, he didn't kill, but his actions caused this kid to die. And so you do see that on his face, and I thought that was a really cool scene right there. Because, again, it's just like, yeah, that's pretty fucked up right there, you know. Like, it would be something really they, hard to handle there.
1: The fact that everybody else was like, that's him, that's mm-hmm. him, you know. But... It's come on now. Evil does not die that easy
0: Not that, but he had a striped shirt underneath his things. Uh, I was like, "Come on, that was definitely not him at all." But guess we gotta have that scene. Though he smelled like liquor. <laughs> That's why it went up so quickly. That's, what That's what why. it was not like yeah. the car explodes like that wasn't even the car. It was just it was just him. Just did you moonshine? Lights <laughs> on fire that quick. That every clear just <laughs> went up like a Harvey. So uh, we get. A bit of an updated score here. Uh, John Carpenter still did the music, but he was uh, helped by, oh, Alan, you wrote down, didn't. Uh, anyways, uh, the guy who did the music with him on uh, Escape from New York, he also did music with him on uh, Press of Darkness, and maybe something else. Uh, but I thought he did a really good job here. I said the uh, music's definitely different, and I do prefer the more original melody yeah. of the arena. You know, this is more a little bit sped up, has a little bit more synth to it, but. Again, if you're going for a sequel, you got to go big, go home. I, I would have made the same call. They would have been like, you want this? I'm like, sure. You know, not going to fight uh, you on that one.
1: You know, the, the slow rhythm of the song in mm-hmm. the first one, it always builds up to what's getting ready yeah. to happen in the scene. Here is, it felt like it was a,
0: you know, a fast movement. Yeah, it's well. But at this point, we were already in the thick of, you know, yeah. so at least we're not... We're, 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 when part two rolls around, you should never be building the shit. You should be already there kind of thing. So I feel like in that aspect, it kind of does, you know, it works to a certain degree right there. Um,
1: he he didn't really... I, I don't think they really wanted to change a
0: lot, but I, I don't know
1: why they changed the music.
0: I think, honestly, just to give each individual one their own flair, I guess... Okay. Um, did you ever watch, like, you, know, you watch all the Saw movies, or have you seen I, I watched, I think,
1: probably up to number six. So for the
0: most part, like, the Saw theme, like, whenever, like, the big reveal, that dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun, yeah. it's pretty much untouched, however, throughout, there's just little changes, and I think it's honestly just their way of, like, okay, just so you don't think we're just falling back on part one music, we're doing something a little bit different. I think that's what they did here. I know that with each of them, it's tweaked just enough where you're like, what well, else? Sound like the original... But it's close enough that it's like okay, it's you know this is the four theme, this is the part five theme or whatever. So uh, speaking of themes, uh, this is the first time we get uh, Mister Sandman thrown in there, which will be reused a couple more times. They uh, bring him back for H two O, and I believe it's in the closing credits of the Rob Zombie one as well. So I mean, it became a theme that was just kind of you know associated with it, and I'm not gonna lie. It's you know, whenever kid. I'm listening to the oldest station and that thing kicks on, I'm thinking of Halloween. There's no other thing I'm thinking about at all. I'm not thinking about Inner Sandman by Metallica. Yeah. I'm not thinking about the wrestler Sandman. I'm not thinking about the comic Sandman. I'm thinking literally just fucking Halloween. The song so, kicks on the radio and you start looking over your shoulder. It's getting like, very nervous. Getting very nervous. He can be out there broad daylight. You know like, he you just
1: get, pops out from anywhere. So, he you know. will just be
0: like standing there across the hall just looking at me. I'll be like, drive by. like, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> just keep going. I'm going to stop on it. <laughs> So when this thing came out, like I said, critics were kind of, you know, whatever on it. But, you know, it made a lot of money. In fact, this was the second highest grossing film of 1981 horror film. Yeah. Uh, got beat out by American Werewolf in London, which, yeah, I do like that movie better. Oh. So it definitely makes sense right American there.
1: American Werewolf in London. I have not heard that name forever. Oh, man. That's I like love My love favorite werewolf yeah. movie. Yeah. Love it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, I mentioned earlier there was a TV cut of this, and uh, there's not much difference. They basically cut out the, the the sex and a lot of the gore and everything, yeah. which I think is kind of funny that like Carpenter's like put the blood in this thing, and in then instantly like yeah we're taking it out for TV though, and he's like oh, I guess uh, I guess there is like, the only real differences is there's a lot more like added scenes of this conversation, but again nothing that really alters anything. But the biggest difference is in the end we get closure with Jimmy because instead of just having Lori go out in the uh, ambulance, she's paired up with Jimmy, who's got his head off bandy because guess what? He hit his head. And then uh, when before they shut the door, she says, We did it, we made it. And they shut the door, and then Inter Sam or Salmon, uh, Mr. Salmon comes on and they pull should've been Inter Salmon actually, probably you know more kick-ass ending there. But anyways, uh, they push it off and that's how we end it. So we actually get like why they leave that out in the theatrical, it's like why would you leave that out? Because like it did nothing to hurt. In fact, it just confused everybody more. Because like, why the Jimmy? Where the hell's well, Jimmy? At? Ben Tramor's body is still burning there in the fucking thing. And Jimmy, you know, he's uh, it's in that car slumped over still. And they're just like, well, I guess we're all clear. All the dead bodies and victims taken care of. Let's go. Jimmy wakes up a week later, didn't know what the hell's going on, somewhere around.
1: I think that um, I think some people had some differences with how things should have went. Comparative. You know. What they wanted to, yeah.
0: do. and they said a lot too. They said that there were certain. I mean, they didn't go into detail. They said there were certain aspects of the script though that was different from script to shooting. And I always kind of curious, like, well, what was so different? Like, what made you guys, you know? Or, and then again, like, you know, why take out certain things like that? Because I feel like the whole Jimmy thing was just like that didn't take away from your runtime. That didn't add anything. It's just like it was just a scene that you could have thrown in there and it would have just, you know, at least given some closure on this thing. So, last thing I want to throw on here before I kick it back to you, uh, did you hear about the Halloween two murders?
1: Yes, yes, the, crazy. The, the two, that, the two elderly. Yeah, I actually uh, did a little research on that. Throw, and, throw it at you, man. Throw it at me um, if I can find where I, you know, actually kept the notes at. Down, down. Uh, so it was a sixty-seven year old and a sixty-five year old. They Oh, yes. There it is. December 7th, 1982. Mm -hmm. They were
0: both killed. Robbed. Yeah. And the killer tried to blame. And the killer tried to blame the damn movie. And, uh, you know, this this ain't the first time that, you know, movies have been blamed for violence or whatever. But they literally did, you know, they literally called these murders of this elderly couple the Halloween 2 murders. Uh, I remember... uh, first time I ever heard about this, and I kind of forgot about it, how I did my research here, was that uh, on Joe Bob's uh, Monster Vision back in the 90s, they were showing Halloween 2 and he mentions it on there and I'm just like, holy shit. Now, as a kid, I guess I wasn't really putting it together. I was like, was there more murder? You know, did this keep going, but no, it was just the you know, killing here, but they threw it out. It was one of those things where Ross about to like, yeah, this movie didn't cause murder. You caused the murder, you know, you and your craziness here. But again, it's just like, I just love the idea that you do that and then try to blame a movie. And I'm like, you know, if you're going to blame a movie, why don't you blame a better movie? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you doing Halloween too? Like, well, go go back to the other one. The fact that it actually happened, you know, in
1: LA was okay, well, this movie just filmed, you know, a year before, a year prior. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna blame it on that. That's easy to That's do. It. It's the movie's fault, it's right like, there. Come on now, really? I mean, the guy didn't you know sneak around in a mask or anything. <laughs> he didn't do what he just killed two people, it, yeah. two innocent you know elder people yeah. that had no you know anything to do with the movie. No, he just wanted some money and That's whatever it. he wanted. So yeah, that that kind of kicked off a little bit. If they they tried to you know throw the backlash onto the movie, yeah, which. Murders in real life that come after a movie, mm-hmm. they always blame. Oh yeah, no, the nearest a... movie.
0: Yeah. and how the kills came. Try to connect it to it that way. It's like, know? come on now, you know. Murders be going on for as long as murders have been a thing, yeah. you know. So it's like, as a whole thing. I mean, it's funny how like people will always fall, and not just you know movies, but video games or you know violent music or whatever. And it's like you realize people were murdering way before this. Yep. And, you know, people would take inspiration from all things, from art yep. to the Bible. And it's just like, you don't blame those things. So it's like, why blame? And I get it, It's an easy thing to blame. It's another thing where it's like people in political power will use that to keep their power. Like, well, we got to protect the children. And, you know, I'm the guy who can stop this. I can ban and outlaw all these movies. And the problem was it kind of worked because, you know, 81, 82 Eighty three, even you had you know these gory, fucking, brutal movies, and then that's when the MPAA stepped in. which was like, no more. And so a lot of horror films had to cut back on their murders. They had always off-screen kills, or if they did get stabbed, you didn't actually see it. Like the camera was up here, and they're getting stabbed down here. And so unfortunately, you know, this was kind of one of those leading things that you know went to that. So.
1: Well, this was the only Hall- Halloween film that shows the morning after. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh damn! Yeah. That there was, you go.
1: Because uh, everything else was Halloween night. Yeah, yeah.
0: usually ends Halloween night. So, so yeah, yeah, this was the that. only one that actually went shows you to November first. You know, 1. like guess what, guys? There's the next
1: day. I, I think that keeping That's, the trend of the same day is always good. But
0: people, you know, that are really into movies yeah. want to know what happens the next day. I want to see the follow up. I yeah. do like some uh, a good epilogue, if you will, because it's like sometimes. I don't know. Certain movies do that shit where you're just like, no one's going to buy the story. I don't know if you ever saw Silver Bullet or not. Werewolf movie with Corey Haim. So in that movie, the reverend is the werewolf. We, as the audience, know the reverend's a werewolf. These main characters know the reverend's a werewolf. The movie ends where they kill with a silver bullet, the werewolf. And he loses his werewolf abilities and goes back to become a naked priest in their living room. And my thought (laughs) was... How do you explain this to the cops? That the priest that everybody respects in town just showed up, belligerent, drunk, trying to fight us? Do you tell him the truth? He's a werewolf? No, there's no story that makes sense that will fit any police, you know, whatever report. Who are they going to believe? The alcoholic uncle who already has probably issues with the law? The kids? No, no one's going to buy any of this shit. That movie needed an epilogue. No, what we get is we... Get a smile from the family after they shoot the werewolf. And then we get some voiceover that says, like, yeah, me and my brother are still close today. It's like, wait, you glossed over a whole fucking thing there. I want to know right now what the hell. Uh, how, did, how do you take the meat out of the sandwich and tell it, you know- <laughs> Well, okay, so uh, House of Haunted Hill, you ever see that? Yeah. Okay, so same thing. Uh, just to quickly brief it, a bunch of people are uh, going to get paid uh, 000, 000 a, a million I dollars a piece of money to stay in a haunted house. So the end movie, uh, two people survive. They're on this ledge and they and the shutter drops behind them. But everybody else has died or disappeared in this case because there is no bodies left over. And yet they get the envelope of all the checks and they're just like, Oh my god. So you're led to believe like, oh my god, they're rich. They got, you know, five million, six million, whatever people were there, millions of dollars in this thing, and it's like, okay, explain how you're gonna cash this dead man or missing man's checks with all these other people's <laughs> names on it. I don't know if they were all blank or not, but it's like I doubt it. And no, no, there's a, there needs to be an epilogue. I need to see these guys go to the bank, like, we're going to cash these millions. And they're like, yeah, we're going to talk to the police because you it. shouldn't be having checks. One, two, we kind of contact the guy, this comes to the account from He's missing. Yeah. What'd you guys do with the body? That's what I want to see, but we don't get that. You so quit? you're right. Yeah, give it no, November 1st. Let's get a little bit of a, I mean, a next day scene. I'm okay, but.
1: They're not going to be like, you know, a week later. You know. <laughs> yeah. that, that's fine. You don't have to do that, but. You know, it being one of the only movies that actually goes
0: into the next, next day. Morning. Well, it's that, changed now, though, because Halloween ends. They do it, not necessarily the next day, but they do a little tack-on thing where Jim Lee Curtis is now dating that old cop guy and then the lady... Oh, I'm sorry, i for everybody because this is a brand new movie. But anyway, they do tack it on there, but up until then, you're right. I don't remember there being a single next morning scene, yeah. so that's pretty brilliant right there.
1: I think that was something that they wanted to keep you know, into the movie is we. This is he comes back on Halloween mm-hmm. to get his revenge. It's every Halloween. <laughs> it, we're not going to do you know, yeah, you know any other day, but the fact
0: that they, I would they, love to see Michael Myers kill like around February, like Nightmare Bound has it's like the third, like the third of February, just him out there cold. Fourth like, of July fourth, would be yes. awesome
1: because you <laughs> right. think of all the kill scenes where the people were letting off the fireworks, nobody can hear you scream.
0: That's true. That's true. The only four people I like well, no, they did couple. Uh, I know he did last summer. In fact, yep. that, that's how uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar gets killed because she's close to the parade, and then when she goes to make that final move, he snatches her, and all you're hearing is fireworks and a parade going, oh, and she's man. being fucking Buffy. butchered right there. Buffy, man. Oh man, man, man. I got I'm getting heart palpitations. Like, <laughs> I got
1: Sarah Michelle Gellar
0: is one. Still is. Still is. Still I've is. seen her recently. I, uh, you know, she's married to Frey Prince Jr. in real yep, life. I didn't yep. realize that. And uh, did you know he was a wrestling writer? Mm, I did not know he that. Starting his own company, actually, coming up. Wow. I forget what it's called, but he's got his own thing going on. But uh, now he's clearly aged quite a bit. He's shaved his head down to like nothing, and you can tell he looks older. But saw a picture of him and her together. It's like, damn, like she's. Like you can tell she's a little bit older, but like not by much. Like she, no. she looks damn good. So well, if you're listening out there, Sarah, You got a couple of fans here that appreciate
1: you. You know, a diamond in a rough stays a diamond. Oh, always a diamond. In no, a show, y'all will always
0: be a diamond. And I,
1: and I actually I enjoy I Know What You Did Last time.
0: I'm a fan. I am, too. I, I, I like both of them. I know that they get their fair share of haters, especially part two, but I'm a fan of both of them. I, I grew up watching them. And they came out when I was in junior high. I loved them. I fucking loved them. The so. hook. Yes. The fisherman's a great killer character. Yeah. I, just, I He really should have had a little bit more to him, I guess, yeah. and went a little bit further, but for what it is, no. Damn good. All right so you got anything else to add to uh, Halloween two before we put the bow on it? Um, yeah Halloween three should never happen.: Oh oh gosh uh, Final and, thoughts. final thoughts and where do you rank it now that you've
1: uh, I, I still put it below Halloween one yeah I, I mean Halloween one you know for actually understanding now what I've read that never should have happened and I know why you know they yeah. went through number two and number four, they should have left it. You know, it, it wasn't supposed to be, you know, any add-ons to yeah. it, um, but, man, I just, Rick and Carpenter both, you know, they butted heads a yeah. little bit,
0: but they still put out, yeah, freaking still, awesome. Still still real good movie. And that was uh, Rick's first movie, right? That yeah. He was. Yeah. He, was, that was he his, did, like, TV stuff before that, I think yeah. they said. He did a short film, but yeah, this is like, his first actual. And he
1: actually, beat, I mean, 20, you know, 23 million dollar Yeah, no, don't say, I'll (laughs) say on his
0: resume, it looks incredible, you know, so, Um, yeah, like I said, I I like this one, Uh, I will admit there are other Halloween movies in the franchise that I would put above part two, but I think two is, well, probably the best two we got so far, every time they keep trying to do others, it just doesn't work out, so it's like, yeah, uh, this, this is the best one right there, this is definitely better than the 2018 version, which is supposed to be the part two now of uh, Halloween. I swear,
1: if 2023 comes and they release another Halloween movie. I'm oh, gonna, they're going to.
0: Give them the, I don't know about that soon, but give it time. They're going to do another I'm one because they already said lip. the rights have been uh, reconverted back to the original producer, so he's definitely going to churn something out. If well, I'm, like, I'm actually hopeful because I'm just like, get away from this last trilogy. Like, Let's just forget about it like it never happened and move on. Okay, let me ask you. How far do you pull it out before you end it? I mean, see, I would say, I don't know, because one of those things where it's like, I don't know, part of me is like, oh, remakes again or reboots. But thing is, this has been going on for years. I mean, they think like movies like Dracula. Mm-hmm. You know, in the original series, there's like four or five in the Universal franchise, but then it's been remade to death, like every 10, 20 years. I think that's the thing, is you just got to wait a little bit. Quit doing. Direct sequels. I hate that shit. If you're going to redo it, fucking redo it. And actually reimagine it. Don't just do the same kind of thing. Um, for me personally, I don't know. Like, I feel like what they ought to do, and this is so ridiculous. Like, I'll admit this is a ridiculous idea. I would almost go superhero with it or fantasy where it's almost like all these movies exist on different timelines. And someone is somehow... Slipping between timelines or something like that, it would not probably be a good Halloween movie. I'll be the first to people will be like, What the fuck are you doing for a movie? But it's like, at least you're putting them all together where now three is a part of the Halloween franchise. You know, uh, you know, Buster Ryan beats up one Michael Myers and another one pops up and kills him, you know. So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like if they could do something like that where you can kind of combine all of them, uh, Again, you got this ancient druid power. You got Sam Hahn. Got all this kind of thing. You can make a story out of it, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I would never say never make another one again because you got to think. when well, we're dead and gone. You know, someone's gonna come along and be like, "Hey, that movie from the '70s. Let's do it today and make a new Halloween as a new batch of fans. That yes, maybe it wouldn't be as good, but to them, this may be their their Halloween. You know, so so yeah. I don't know. I would say you know. Keep rocking until the wheels fall off. I would say try different things. And I know I just bitched about David Gordon Green doing his trilogy because he tried something different and it didn't work. So I guess in that instance, like, okay, fine. That's the one thing he did try. He tried something different and it didn't work. So move on. Try something else. Yeah. So
1: Well, there's, I know, I read on Reddit, people want um, Michael mm-hmm. versus Jason.
0: See, I've been wanting that forever. Uh, there actually is a short film out there with that. Uh, and it's, Pretty good, but problem is you don't really get Jason versus Michael. What you get is uh, Jason killing these uh, campers, and this is like a this, I, this is like a step above a fan film because I think it was actually put in some festivals, but it's not official or anything like that. But Jason's killing all these campers, and it's he, he's leading them into town into Hadfield, which is like New Jersey in fucking <laughs> Illinois, but whatever, guys. Uh, and then Myers is chasing these babysitters, and he's slashing them up, and then boom, they collide. They and come. They're looking at each other. And then they do the step forward, and then it cuts the credits. So we never actually get a Jason versus – And I agree. I would love the the only issue I can see if that is, you got to have a really good supporting cast that can move the story, but not bog it down. Yeah. That's the problem. That's why you know I grew up watching like Godzilla movies, and I love watching these monsters clash. The problem with the movies was you never got those clashes very often. You get a scene here, a scene there, and a big one at the end. And you had all these side stories of like the people like, well, here's what Godzilla's thinking. And all those other stuff. And it's like, I don't need that shit. Like, set it up, get there, and then release and it. And <laughs> I think Frey versus Jason, uh, I love Frey versus Jason. And when we get that final showdown, it's great. A lot of the buildup is kind of hit or miss. Like I said, I don't mind it, but at the same time, it's like, just get to them fighting. That's what I, don't, that's what I want. Make it short. It don't have to be a full hour, 40 minutes. My God, just make it an hour. Set up. Battle end. Freddy uh, was one of the best trash talkers. See, and he can move the story himself, whereas yeah. you got two silent guys, they won't be able to really communicate, so it's always it's just gonna be like physical and so, so you so are gonna have to have a good You gotta cast. have a cast to kind of yeah. get that story up and running and going. Uh, but I would say don't skimp on the action. Like, I mean, literally. You know, a good example of that would be like Alien vs. Predator. Uh, like I said I like the first AVP. The second one kind of sucked. But the first one I really dug. And I think they did a good job of like, yeah, you establish a reason why everybody's there. But then just step the fuck back and let the Aliens and Predators fight. And like I said, it is. A lot of people complain like it's just nonstop nonsense. I'm like, what did you want? Yeah. Like the Predator and Alien have a debate. And then the Alien have his own <laughs> personal struggles as he's going this way. And the Predator's got to rethink his life. And then they fight. No, no, no. Alien versus Predator, that's what we wanted, and that's what we got. And alien so, wins every time. Oh, he always comes down on top in the end. You think the Predator walks away, okay, but then... And so that's uh, what happens that way. Alien, one. well... We're not... doing visuals for a podcast. Yeah, we're doing we it. We did the chest person, guys. That's what we did, sorry. Uh, but that
1: is one of the awesome. One of the most awesome scenes is when is. the chest
0: explodes. And they, I love the when the alien comes up, he has that Predator. Oh, you know y'all too, so it's just really fucking awesome. It, it kinda reminds me of the
1: uh I don't know why this, but when the alien makes the you know the sound. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go back to Jurassic Park uh-huh. when they're holding the Velociraptor. Raptor. You know, you're right. It's very similar. <laughs> it's like uh it's like, wait, wait a
0: minute, wait, minute I'm you know, having I'm having see <laughs> the DNA right now. Is there, is there alien DNA yeah. in this right here? Does he have acid for blood? Well, the fact that we're on Jurassic Park right now means we are clearly done with Halloween, yeah. too. So uh, we're going to go on this. Overall, we're giving it a thumbs up. We yeah, like it. Definitely. Not good, the first one. Uh, so, yeah, that's all we got. So uh, it was, I'm, I've been Daniel. I'm Tyler. And, guys, we'll catch you next time.